The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sproat Sr. And I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada, Idaho and Wyoming and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon, a landmark in Cleve for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. to B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923 and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast.
The gospel work should never be taken lightly. However, the Lord's work should never be seen as drudgery or fearsome. The Lord is not a hard taskmaster. His work is exciting. It is spiritually exhilarating. There is never a dull moment in the gospel work. The Apostolic Faith Church Choir, under the faithful direction of Emilia Hahn, will open the musical portion of the program by leading the members of the Apostolic Faith Church Choir in singing a wonderful song entitled, Exciting Savior. The choir will be accompanied by Ethan Matsuki on the piano and Pohaku Koro on the organ. Please sing along as you see the words appear on your television screen. The church band directed by hit pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play for you the selection entitled Make His Praise Glorious. Thank you. 
our soloist for this morning is Seth Asano, and he has chosen to sing for you the number entitled Labor On. We continue to work for the Lord, with the Lord, and under the Lord's loving guidance. Our reward will come when he returns for his very own. Playing background for Seth will be Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, yours truly and Mason Asano on the guitars, and Iris Locke on the drums. In the harvest field there is work to do for the grain is ripe and the reapers few and the master's voice bids the workers true heed the call that he gives today labor on labor on keep the bright Strength renew labor 
Todo must to hacer He will strength renew Labor on till the close of day. Thank you, Seth, for that spirited rendition. My faith looks up to thee, thou Lamb of Calvary. Beautiful words, opening the choir's second and final number entitled, My Faith Looks Up to Thee, featuring a solo by Tiare Summers. The spiritual strength of the faithful blossoms only with the help of the Lord. Listen carefully to this wonderful melody. It will strengthen and comfort your heart.
The talents of our string ensemble, Seneca Rose Hahn on the cello, Alicia Spotcalf and Emmeline Asano on the violins will play for you and for the Lord the song titled Eternal Rest. <laughs> The most refreshing observation is when a newly spirit-born child of God begins his or her journey with Jesus. It's wonderful to see the joy on their faces, to hear the excitement in their testimonies of how the Lord showed them the way. They eagerly wait to share in their newfound faith that they tell others of what Jesus has done for them without fear or trepidation. That is how we should all be saints and friends. 
we should pass the love of Jesus to others. Associate Pastor Marvin and his loving helpmeet, Cheryl and Abing, will give the Lord their love in song by presenting to him and to you their rendition of the glorious song entitled, Pass It On. This number is dedicated to a dear, faithful sister in the Lord, Misty Griffith of Maui. Misty's faith and perseverance in the Lord has carried her through the years, and the Lord has truly blessed her and her loving family. Misty, may the good Lord continue to watch over you and keep you and your household. Have a blessed week. Shalom and good morning everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda and I would like to repeat our television time, stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV channel 28 in Eureka from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles San Bernardino from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV channel 11 in Monterey from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, and also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming, from, from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGPY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning the scheduled gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services start on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaneda Sr. in Kanakakai Molokai by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Aspera in Balugo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Aspera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services, regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Trustee Associate Pastor Edwin Sproat Sr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. It has been very heartwarming and a true privilege indeed receiving your calls, written correspondences, and verbal expressions of deep admiration and esteem for our talented choir, band, orchestra, and various vocal and instrumental groups who diligently participate in the musical portion of our weekly telecasts. However, no matter how awesome their performances or presentations may be, remember that paramount and above all else on these telecasts is the inspiring Word of God. For it is not only, it not only quenches one's thirst, it is the very staff of life itself and truly food for the hungry soul. Oftentimes people unwaringly become attached to a preacher, a pastor, a priest, or a minister far, far more than Jesus Christ. This, in my opinion, can lead to unwarranted situations which can result in great personal disappointments such as we have occasionally witnessed in the news media at present. Man is weak, man fails, but you can be sure Jesus never fails. The star of our weekly telecasts, dear viewers, is certainly Jesus Christ, and you should always hang your laurels upon Him. Therefore, with that thought in mind, my sermon 
today is entitled, Jesus Christ, Our God-Given Teacher. We as born-again Christians believe that God's promises are true, yea and amen. Hence, His promised return in clouds of glory for His own is not a question of if, but rather when will He return to translate us up to receive eternal life in God's kingdom in heaven above. Doing so, we will be able to seize the moment to accept Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord today and take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It is our prayer that God's Word will inspire and motivate everyone in the congregation of our television ministry to accept God's plan of salvation in preparation for the second coming of Jesus Christ, for we know that His coming will be very soon. We are God's stewards of the gospel of the kingdom of God. And though we live in perilous times in the world filled with sin, we are commanded to preach the gospel to the whole world as a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. You may be asking, what is the gospel of the kingdom of God message? Paul answers the question in Romans 14, 17 that reads, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. The Pharisees posed another question to Jesus Christ, saying, When will the kingdom of God come? Jesus Christ responded in Luke 17, 20 to 21, that reads, And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say, Lo here, or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Jesus Christ's answer is clear and direct, indicating that the kingdom of God is not seen outwardly because it exists in the heart of mankind. Furthermore, the Pharisees were ignorant of the fact that the kingdom of God was actually in their midst, in the personages of Jesus Christ and his disciples. The teachings of the scribes and Pharisees were cold and formal. Their own ideals, customs, and traditions were included within their teachings and doctrines. In contrast, the teachings of Jesus Christ inspired and stirred the hearts of his hearers and faithful followers. Jesus Christ himself preached the first born-again message, which included the gospel of the kingdom of God, found in Mark chapter 1, Verses 14 and 15 that reads, Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Jesus Christ is calling the whole world to come unto him in full repentance because they are his creation and he is God's savior for this lost and dying world who is not willing that any should perish. Hence, the term repentance is defined as having godly sorrow for our sins. And we must all come to Jesus Christ to ask him for forgiveness of our sins. The spiritual mission of the gospel is to see souls saved, to see souls filled with God's Holy Spirit, and to see souls walk in the light of Jesus Christ until he returns in clouds of glory for his own, who are water-washed, blood-washed, and spirit-filled. 
And today's sermon topic, Jesus Christ, our God-given teacher, is taken from John 3, verse 2, highlighting the conversation between Jesus Christ and Nicodemus. It reads, The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus Christ is God's only spiritual teacher who sent his disciples out to preach, teach, and sacrifice their lives for the sake of the gospel of the kingdom of God. Hence, their follow-on teachings of the gospel literally turned the world upside down. Jesus Christ taught them the great spiritual lessons of life that they too passed on to others in this lost and dying world. A philosopher once said, Jesus Christ did more to soften and regenerate humanity than all the philosophers or teachers who ever lived since the world began. Matthew eleven twenty-five to 27 denotes the words of Jesus Christ. It reads, At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father, save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. The Apostle Paul also declared in 1 Corinthians 2, 4, and 5, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. All of the spiritual truths of life have been taught by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Hence, the wisdom and knowledge of the gospel of the kingdom of God is life-giving since it teaches all mankind about the salvation of their souls. Some may say today that it matters not what one worships so long as one is sincere. However, sincerity is a virtue and is not the test of sound doctrine. Jesus Christ himself is the only way, the truth, and the life for mankind to be saved. And accepting Jesus Christ's plan of salvation will free every man, woman, and child from the bondage of sin and death. Many Christian churches today teach and follow doctrines and instructions that do not line up with God's word, the Bible. Hence, someone once said, you can have tons of religion, without an ounce of salvation. A simple definition of the term religion relates to the way men think that God should be worshipped. Hence, there are so many different religions and Christian denominations in the world today, and worldly religion seeks the approval of men rather than the Lord Jesus Christ as God himself. Religion pays attention to the outward appearance, such as the size of the congregation, type of people who attend the church, earthly and material wealth, and so on. Hence, religion does not change one's heart, 
nor does it point mankind to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. The Bible book of James 1.27 adds this description. It reads, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. God's word, the Bible clearly denotes that the love of God's, God changes the heart of mankind, which is displayed by the caring for others. And every man, woman, and child must keep themselves spiritually cleansed by committing their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ and always follow his will and way. Hence, in Matthew 11:28 to 30, Jesus Christ gives mankind this invitation. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The apostle Peter denied knowing the Lord Jesus Christ three times, and whipped bitterly with tears of repentance after having been warned by the Lord Jesus Christ of his impending denial. Hence, Jesus Christ forgave Peter, who then became a great servant for the Lord Jesus Christ and even the prince of the apostles. Peter did not throw in the towel, but instead he bounced right back up again. Hence, we too must also learn not to make the same mistakes twice. Learning from our past mistakes and pressing on to Jesus Christ will always guarantee us a new start. And the new start is the new birth and new beginning with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Nicodemus, a Pharisee and ruler of the Jews, came to have a personal conversation regarding the salvation of his soul, as we read in John 3, verses 3 and 4, it reads, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus Christ gave Nicodemus and every man, woman, and child this spiritual commandment in John 3, 5 that reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus con Christ concluded his commandment saying in John 3, 6 and 7, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, he must be born again. Jesus Christ, our God-given teacher, commands all mankind to be born of water by being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and to be born of the Holy Spirit by speaking in God's unknown tongue or language to confirm God's word. The Apostle Peter also preached this new birth commandment. In Acts 2.38 that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Peter also confirmed the saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ in Acts 4.12. It reads, 
neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Being baptized with God's Holy Spirit is confirmed when we speak in God's unknown tongue or language as the 120 did on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2.4 that reads, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. In the upper room in Jerusalem, the disciples of Jesus Christ, including Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ, spoke in tongues, being filled with God's Holy Spirit. And God's Holy Spirit formed the first true church of which Jesus Christ is the head. And we are the body of Christ, his church. The powerful preaching of Peter to those present in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost was confirmed when 3,000 souls were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, as we read in Acts 2.41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Just like this first outpouring of souls on the day of Pentecost, the Lord Jesus Christ has promised us another day of Pentecost to once again confirm his word with another 3,000 souls being added to the body of Christ, his church. Today, many people spend the majority of their time, talent, and resources attempting to gain the earthly things to show how successful they are in this life. Hence, Jesus Christ rebuked the greediness of mankind in Luke 12, 15 that reads, And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. Jesus Christ also warned in Luke 16, 15, And he said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts, for that which is highly esteemed amongst men is abomination in the sight of God. As believing saints of God, we must put Jesus Christ and our spiritual responsibilities first, vice second, in our daily existence in life and not get wrapped up in our jobs or any other earthly endeavor that will prevent us from coming to church and serving the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ declared this word in Matthew 6, 26. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Hence Matthew 6, 28 and 29 gives mankind this incentive. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If God takes note of the sparrow's fall, surely he will be with us until the end, for he will never leave us nor forsake us when we call upon the name of Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul gave mankind this warning in Colossians 2, 8 to 10, it says, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. 
for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Today, America has been plagued with many wrong kinds of teachers and many false doctrines. Hence, it is the teacher who influences the student into becoming what he or she turns out to be based upon the teachings that they have been taught. Hence, Ephesians 4.14 adds this instruction, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. The Old Testament book of Jeremiah 5, 13 through 14 also exhorts, and the prophet shall become wind and the word is not in them. Thus shall it be done unto them. Wherefore thus saith the Lord God of hosts, because ye speak this word, behold, I will make my words in thy mouth fire, and this people would, and it shall devour them. This scripture confirms the preaching of the gospel of the kingdom of God, being presented to you, dear television viewers, in today's telecast. And God's word is confirmed by God's Holy Spirit, who will touch and heal every sinner in this lost and dying world. That is why believers in Christ Jesus today must be watchful Christians. Being watchful means to be up and doing for the Lord Jesus Christ. Watchful Christians actively serve the Lord Jesus Christ and get involved in the gospel work. It is our duty and service to be humble and dedicated to be effective in the gospel work of the Lord Jesus Christ. As believing saints of God, we must learn to keep, practice, and uphold all the commandments of the Lord Jesus Christ. There are only two types of Christians. One, real Christians, and two, pretending Christians. A real Christian obeys and follows the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ in all that they say and do. And a pretending Christian looks holy on the outside, but their hearts are far from the Lord Jesus Christ. Hence, let us examine ourselves every day to make sure that we are conforming to the teachings of Jesus Christ. Please note, the problem with pretending is that we fool ourselves first before we fool anyone else. And let it be known that we cannot fool the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself, because he can see right into our hearts. Our daily service in Christ Jesus is confirmed as stated in Proverbs 27, 2. It says, let another man praise thee and not thine own mouth, a stranger and not thine own lips. The Lord Jesus Christ spoke this parable of a Pharisee and a publican in Luke 18, 10 to 14. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee, the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. 
I tell you that this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Our daily love and service in the gospel of the kingdom of God is spotlighted in Mark 8, 35 to 37. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the shame shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. As Psalms 144.15 exhausts the true happiness within God's people, happy is that people that is in such a case, yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. We have heard firsthand from the Lord Jesus Christ and our God-given teacher, and he stands before us all with his arms outstretched. He is calling a people out of a people for his name's sake and is giving every man, woman, and child the opportunity to accept him today by being baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ, being filled with his Holy Spirit. Do not let this God-given opportunity escape you today as addressed in Matthew 6, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hence, please open your heart, mind, and soul, and accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord. For very shortly he will return in clouds of glory to call up his waiting bride, the church, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you'd like to know more about God's work in the church and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Till our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Evan Sproat Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless, keep you all in the hall of his hands. To close another hour of fellowship on the gospel of the kingdom of God crusade telecast, our church band will play for us this inspiring song entitled, Will Jesus find us watching?
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.